I'm a director. <laughs> Places everybody. I'm going to make him an offer to gamble for you. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I'm the dude. Kind of a big deal. Houston, we have a problem. Uh, Houston may have a problem, but we don't okay. here on the Greg Russell Movie Show. No problem. Hello, I'm Greg Russell, along with hey, my movie Jody, mom. Hi, movie Jody. Mom. How are you, darling? I'm great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Awesome. And also, like we, we always make the joke, you know, we're on air husband and wife, and our <laughs> and our honor daughter, Kelsey, is here. Hello, Kelsey. <laughs> Hi, Greg. I'm always like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> But always a pleasure to be here. Uh, coming up a little bit later, now you saw Jurassic World just like I did. Yes. And Ian also saw it. And it's kind of like all three of us are <laughs> in this whole different uh, realm as far, as far as the movie. Yes, yes. Too bad Ian's not sitting in. But he posted it yeah. on Facebook that he walked out. Wow. He walked out. So I had already read that before I went in to see the movie. And then I kind of was like, oh, I don't have high expectations. Um, I stayed. I didn't walk out. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't walk out of movies. No. Um, Me either. And I see them for free, so too, it's okay. Like, you know, it it takes you all over the map. I felt like the first twenty minutes. Okay, I I screamed out loud, mm-hmm. like you see if if you're watching a TV show and people are watching. I literally screamed out loud, and then I covered my mouth. Then I couldn't stop belly laughing at oh, myself because wow. I was that person. Like I screamed in the whole section around me, and even Eric. I was going to say, did Eric look at you and go? He was so annoyed, honey. Yes, like he was mad at me. It's a movie. It scared me that bad. (laughs) I know, but that's kind of good because I don't scream a lot at movies. Yeah, but I don't see scary movies. I told you all that. So yeah, Jurassic World took me to the edge. (laughs) I screamed out. Now, did you see it? No, I Kelsey? haven't seen it yet, but I'm a big fan of them, so I'm looking forward to it. Okay. But I've also heard not good reviews on this movie, and that it was. Worse than the last one that came out, and I liked the last one, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but there's only so many times you can do the same. And that's just it. They really did kind of change or try to change the story around a little bit. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, yes, of course, there was action where the dinosaurs are chasing people and they're running, but they cu- tried to put a little bit more of a story angle they this did. time. I yes. mean, you know, it wasn't just being chased around and trying to figure out how you're not going to die. This one had, you know, espionage, I guess you'd say, yes. and, you know, other little weird things going on. To me, the best part was the reveal. Yeah, I did not see that coming. No, did not see that at all. Mm-hmm. And since we're not, you know, spoilers, we can't tell you what the reveal is. So Right, but that was nice that they threw that in there, a little twist. Yeah. And I, at one point, I really had to fight back my tears. Oh. Because I'm an animal lover, yeah. and I think for anybody who is, you look at the dinosaurs as, you know, living beings and creatures, mm-hmm. and um, it's a couple parts, and one specifically, if you see the movie, you'll know exactly the scene I'm talking about. Like I said, they're just... My lip was quivering. It was very upsetting. Mm-hmm. It really was. Wow. And they do that on purpose. Like, they're tugging oh, at yeah. your heartstrings. But, um, yeah, it, it takes you all over. It's a wild ride, I guess. It is. Right? It is. So, looking forward to dissecting that in the second half of the show. Okay. We've got a guest right now. All right. To, who's joining us on the phone. Great. Lisa Noskowski. She is from Detroit. And I actually met her on the TV show that Jody and I are both on, Live in the D, here in oh. Detroit. And she was on uh, talking about her business. And we just started talking about movies, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, we should have you on our show one day, because, you know, just very knowledgeable, uh, very much of a movie person, okay. and so we had fun. Hello, Lisa, are you there? I'm here, Greg. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be on the show. <laughs> and you're on with Jody as well. I I don't think you were, no, you weren't on the show that day, because you're on Wednesday, I'm on Friday. Right. Yep, and Jody's also on Live in the D. Glad to have you here with us. Hello. Yeah, I'm glad to be on. 
and hope to meet you guys sometime soon, Jody and Kelsey. That would be great. Yay, see? Shout out for both of you. <laughs> well, like we said, you, you were talking so much about movies when we were there and had a great knowledge. Uh, first, I'll ask you, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, the last movie I saw was just this past weekend, and I saw American Animals. Oh, okay. Now, what's that movie yeah, about? So that, yeah, so it just came out recently. And funny story, we weren't actually planning on going to see American Animals. We were trying to go see Ocean's 8, um, okay. but got the time wrong, uh, one of my movie-watching friends. And so we're like, well, let's watch mm-hmm. another heist movie instead. And so this is uh, the, the true story of a heist. Um, that four college-age guys uh, tried to pull off at Transylvania University oh, in Kentucky. Okay. Um, yeah, where they tried to steal uh, the Audubon book. Um, you know, that's where, uh, you know, the famous uh, Audubon, you know, went out into the wilderness and painted, you know, uh, a couple books worth of, of really beautiful birds and, and wrote about them, uh, you know, very, uh, very distinctly. And so um, that and a couple of other, like, very famous uh, pieces of work. And so... They, the whole premise was that they didn't want to live the ordinary lives. They wanted to do something that was going to make them, uh, you know, sort of be be well known. And, and they certainly accomplished that, although probably not in quite the way that they, they did. They weren't able to, to pull off the heist. Um, but it was a really interesting look at um, sort of what makes people do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just thinking about the many opportunities they had to, to bow out, but like actually what went, went through with it. So it's a completely true story. Um, really interesting. Um, I almost wouldn't have believed that it was a true story. It was so ridiculous. But <laughs> they said at the very beginning, this is based on an absolutely true story. So, wow. Uh, it was an interesting movie. And, and that, that does sound interesting. And I like, yeah, when you said that they always put it at the beginning, based off of a true idea or a true story. Mm-hmm. And I always love the ones, yeah, just based off of a true idea. It's like, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what they all are. But uh, about everything? Yeah. Yeah. And I have to ask you, because yeah. you're, you seem to be more than just a, you know, movie goer, you know, just you go in and I know that you, you know, like you said, kind of like dissect the movies, uh, get inside of them. What made you like movies so much? I just love the escape that they provide. Um, it's funny. I've watched a couple of documentaries recently, which is not necessarily my, my normal MO, but um, okay. I really love the opportunity to just step outside of my day-to-day um, and be in the worlds of others. Um, and I think we learn a lot about ourselves and a lot about humanity through through movies. And so I, I just love them to death. And so I, I watch them regularly with my friend Kate Brennan. Um, we've been watching... Uh, you know, all the Oscar nominees for several years now. We try to see as many of them as we can. So we're, we're those crazy people who are going out, you know, when they're blizzard-like conditions out in the wintertime, <laughs> when, you know, when all the nominees have been announced, trying to see as many of these things as we can. So, um, yeah, yeah, we just have a really good time with it. Ah, fabulous. Well, we'll have to get you on our list. I'm in a bunch of voting groups. So usually around Thanksgiving to the end of the year, every movie that was out that year, I get sent to my house. So... We all just kind of. Oh my gosh! I want to be, to... be Greg Russell. That's the. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got the job. <laughs> but you said you were trying to see exactly. the, some of the Oscar movies. Did you get to see Lady Bird? Oh yes, I, I really enjoyed that. That was that I was one of my favorite this um, week. Didn't you yeah. feel like it was a little awkward coming of age movie for a teenage girl? I kind of like sometimes felt like like a voyeur watching the movie. It made me <laughs> uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah, I think it made. 
I would agree with you. I think it made me uncomfortable too, just because I felt like that also too at points, and I didn't have the same you know mother daughter dynamic that the two characters did. But that's good. Um, yes. There's just I think yes. an inherent <laughs> awkwardness at that point in life. Um, right. That uh, yeah. That I think yeah, it was a little uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I'm not a teenage girl anymore. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> right? I that it was yeah. really well done. That was the takeaway. Like, whoo! Glad I'm growing past that. Cool. Same here. <laughs> And I remember when I first heard the title, I didn't know if it was going to be a biopic about LBJ's Lady, wife. Right, Lady Bird Johnson. Or Hank Hill's dog. You know, <laughs> and it's like, what? I was completely surprised. It was neither. Yeah, and they never really explained why she wanted to be called that. Yeah. They didn't really give any explanation. Yeah, that's a, that's another one where she was just trying to live, you know, a life that wasn't just ordinary and like everyone else's. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, adopting this name, sort of a grandiose name, uh, you know, for someone who was still in high school. I think it's just sort of a human sign of like we all want to be someone, you know, a little bit bigger than ourselves or more important or matter in some way. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's, you know, that was an interesting way of of her trying to do that. (laughs) So are you going to try and check out Ocean's 8 then this weekend coming up? Yeah, yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, it just it looks like so much fun, right? I mean, you know, I feel like women are finally starting to get some of their due. I don't want to just say, you know, oh, great, you know, we're. We've checked that box now. We're we're all set there. But um, yeah, to have a you know an all female led cast, right. um, you know, on a really fun sort of premise, I think will will be a really good time. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Great. Well, like we said, this has been a glass ceiling breaking year. Like for Ocean's Eight, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, it was a hit. Everybody liked mm-hmm. it. You and I, you know, had You're a great time. You're gonna love it. It was really oh, great. really yep. better than my expectations. Yeah. And like you said, an all-female cast. And of mm-hmm. course, the beginning of the year, Kelsey's movie, Black Panther, where, you know, that yeah. was, gosh, number one for however long and had a, you know, majority black cast, which both things people would always think, oh, nobody's going to want to see a movie, you know, with an all-black cast or an all-female cast. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. all right, love it. Yep. Yep. I know. Totally just like, you know, taking like norms and you know, putting them, you know, on their heads, which I think is, is great because we've made all these like really dangerous assumptions about what people like um, and what people don't. And, and I think that we've gotten, you know, two very strong messages through those two movies. You just mentioned, Greg, that um, that's not necessarily the case. So I hope that that just means greater diversity in all the movies that we see. because I think that that just makes makes it better for everyone. Absolutely. And I got to say, Lisa, uh, when I met you on the show, you were there to promote your business, and it is called MoGo Detroit Bike Share. Tell us a little bit about that as well. Yeah. So we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, we launched uh, Detroit's public bike share system in May of 2017. So if any of your listeners have been um, you know, in the city of Detroit over the last year or so, you may have seen the bright red-orange bike. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have around town. Um, so we've got 430 bikes at 43 wow. stations in 10 Detroit neighborhoods. Um, and we really launched because, you know, we're trying to you know, increase mobility options in the city of Detroit and provide, you know, new ways for people to get around where they need to go. And, and so bike share works really well for those shorter, quick trips, um, you know, typically under three miles. Um, and so, you know, we've had a great first year of operations. Um, we've seen uh, over 132,000 rides in our first wow. year. Uh, we had projected, yeah, we projected 100,000 rides in our first year, and so uh, exceeded that by 32%. So it's been really, um, just really exciting to see people gravitate towards it and um, you know, hop on a bike. And you know, it's a, it's a new, fun way. Not, I would say new, but right. it's a way to experience new things in the city um, that you may not necessarily get if you were in a car. And Detroit definitely has become bike city. I mean, you know, it seems like 
I'll just say 20 years ago, you didn't see that many people riding. Now, yeah, it's great. People are out there, and it's a good way of exercise. And with everything that is going on, like downtown, what a great way, like you said, to take in the sights and sounds of all that. Yeah, absolutely. And then hopefully, you know, within the next couple of years, you'll be able to check out a bike share bike, uh, go to the new Alamo movie theater that they're going to be opening up in Detroit in, in the next couple of years and uh, see a movie. So that my two loves will merge, bikes and movies. That'll, I love I can't wait for that ah, day to happen. That, I was going to say that would be great, right? Get your stand right in front of the new theater, right? And uh, oh yeah, I'm already I'm already thinking about who I can talk to about uh, sponsoring that and getting that there. <laughs> okay, and that's with the Imagine Theater, that one that they're going to be building. Uh, so Imagine, and then they also announced um, too that there's a an Alamo. Um, I think I believe that's what it's called. It's a, a an independent chain oh. out of Austin, um, and this is going to be one of I think maybe the second or third um, locations outside of where they originated from. So, um, and that, I think that's going to be happening in the next like, two or three years is well, what I read. Well, I've got friends who um, work for both movie chains. So just let me know what you may need and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Lisa, thank you so much for being with us today. And we'd love to get you back on and also love to one day get you here in the studio, but thanks so much. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Take care. You're listening to the Greg Russell Movie Show right here on New Radio Media, and we will be back with more. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for the mm -hmm. show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? Houston, we have a problem. You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, we're talking to you. Right here on the Greg Russell Movie Show here on New Radio Media, where we're actually all over the world, really, with this. This is fantastic. I mean, 
In the old days when you used to be on radio, you were just in that one market. Now, you know, with podcasting, you're all over the place. Got friends in London who even listen. So thank you. There's Jody. She's doing her Facebook Live and getting us all on. <laughs> this actually, I'm just recording it as a oh, video you are. on my phone. Behind the scenes. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Sometimes the Facebook Live gets weird for me. But now we oh. can't see ourselves, so we don't know if we're really on. I mean, are we I can really see there? You. You're there. How do I look? You look great. God, I love We're both that. a little congested yeah, today. Yeah, we both are. We're like hacking. We're stuffy the and seasonal sleep. allergy crap. It, it, that's what it is. And I mean, I, I've run into a lot of folks lately who are going through the same thing. And you're trying to tell people and they're looking at you and they're going, oh, let me back away. It's like, no, 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 it's not a cold. It's just. Yeah. Ugh. Mine started with a cold, for sure, because oh. I thought I had strep throat. All right, see okay. y'all. Yeah, it was, bleh, like, mm-hmm. I have strep throat, and then everything starts running out, and now I'm just coughing. So, right. I don't know. Like, But yours, I think, is allergies. It is. Mm-hmm. It truly is. Mm-hmm. And voice sounds different. <laughs> right, right. You can hear it. And that's what my buddy and I were talking about the other day, just how when you do get older, how your voice does change. I came across a piece of video, something I did when I was 25. Mm-hmm. Wow, it sounds completely different. Higher? Yeah, higher. Maybe a little bit crisper. You know, I mean. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'll send it to you. Okay. It was with me and Bruce Campbell. Okay. So I think you saw that. Maybe. Bruce Campbell, you know, the Bruce Campbell. We did a pilot for a TV show like 100 years ago. And uh, we both kind of, I always make the joke, even to him, we look like crackheads because we're both like (laughs) thin. Oh, because you're so skinny? Right. We were both right. so skinny. I mean, right. you know, we both had like 28-inch waist. That's crazy. And that's back when you'd wear tight clothes. So, you know, you'd wear a medium polo oh. that fit yeah. and stuff like that. Right. And now we're both, okay, we don't maybe have the 28-inch waist anymore. Maybe it's 30. Uh, maybe. 32. Okay, so my kids cracked up last week because you were talking about your interview with, um, what? I, I'm just going to call him Hawkeye. You're the name guy, okay? I'm not the name Oh, Jeremy guy. Renner? Jeremy Renner. And he says, oh yeah, we're both about the same height, 6'2". Both my kids went, Greg, 6'2"? Like, <laughs> you, you guys met him. You literally stood next to him. And they were, what? Uh-huh. They're gullible. Isn't that ridiculous? So, Because you your son's 6'2", isn't roll he? With it. No, he's only 5'11". Well, close enough. But he will be 6'2", or maybe more. Because he's what? How old is he now? He is 14. Oh, yeah. By the time it's yeah. probably all said and done, mm-hmm. six-something. Right. And I'm 5'1", so I contributed a lot of tall jeans oh, yeah. into that gene pool. You know, <laughs> People are looking at me, and they're like, seriously, who's your real mom? And then I told you the big joke he says to me. He's like, who's my real dad? Just tell me. Oh, God. Like, when Eric's not looking, he's like, who's my real dad? Is he in Poor Eric. Is he? And he keeps doing it. He's like, just tell me who my real dad is. <laughs> and I'm like... You realize what you're saying about me here. You're kind of calling me a whore, a little bit. So, yeah, like that's not stop with that joke, son. You gotta quit. Is it really Grant Hill? Come on, son. <laughs> yes. Tell me, it's Grant Hill, right? right. I knew. Right. I'm like you call me a hooch or what? What are you saying here, boy? I'm all over town. Like him and his brother have different dads. Like he wants that to happen more than anything. He just, really? oh yeah, that's his dream. Go, oh, man. He's 14. They think weird things are funny. Look back, right? Weird sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids are forgetting how to talk on the phone. I just wanted to share that with you. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't um, have to anymore. You just kind of like. They don't. You know, They'll text do or good. snap uh, or whatever uh, else. And so when I left the house today, I called him because I was driving here mm-hmm. to tell him something. And then I get a text back. What do you want? I'm like, really? Your phone rang. You just didn't answer it. And then you t- I'm like, I'm driving. So I called him and I'm like, do you not know how to use your phone? I don't think they talk to each other on the phone. They mm-hmm. might FaceTime sometimes. Right. They do not have a conversation, you know, via the phone to their head. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. 
and I'm scared for the future. And it's not just kids. I, honestly, I know some people in their 30s. Don't call. Who right? You call them and they won't pick up. Then you, you send them a text. Feel this way. Don't call <laughs> and, uh, me. Like, and I've read funny memes mm-hmm. about it. Like, why are you calling me? Did someone die? No, Do- no. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm a weird, weird millennial. I, I like using the phone. But is that because no. of business purposes? You think? No, I just like talking to people. <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 I, I, I pick up on people's tones and stuff. It's hard. Right? Like, you can't be sarcastic in text Right, message. right. It's so tough. You come off like an asshole. And, and yeah. I'll do the same <laughs> yeah. thing every once in a while. Like, if I want to send a text to somebody that may be questionable, you know, d- depending on what way they read it, yeah, I tell them, I got to call you. Because, right. you know, I, I'm saying something funny, but then it comes across as, you what? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's when you've got to add more exclamation points. <laughs> right, <laughs> or right. Dots. A bunch of emojis. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so my, face, kiss, kiss, my, my dad's thing, though, is he likes to call me. Yeah. And if I don't answer, he'll leave a voicemail. And then he'll text me telling me to listen to my voicemail. Yeah. Yeah, and then the voicemail will just say, hey, call me. <laughs> so Wow. He's, yeah. He's I know. just feeling it out. Yeah. But my 14-year-old doesn't talk on the phone. I was saying on the way here, I needed to tell him something. And I was driving. Uh-huh. And so instead of like, hey, Siri, text date, I'm like, I just called him. Right. He texts me back. What do you want? Oh, I made a big mistake. My my So my car... Reads back my text messages. Oh, okay. So I have Australian mail as my voice for my Siri. Oh, that's so nice. my buddy discovered that when he texts me, uh-huh. it reads it back in the car as a as an Australian mail like computer voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now his thing is sending me like while he's in the car, really long text messages that are just ridiculous. Because when they when they read the emojis, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. say like smiley face. It says like it does. Well, actually, it does. It literally says like two hands open, smiley face with a wink. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> wow. That. Yeah. So he that's, has a field day with that. I but, would send uh, you like that's not a knife. That's oh, a knife. A oh, bunch of said, lines oh, right yeah. out of crocodile. Let me, let me see Dundee. if I can find right? this last text Right. That's what you got to do. So well, so it's funny you say though. So my girlfriend. She's 21. She only uses Snapchat. Yeah. Okay. That is how we communicate. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I'll get a text message. Weird. Um, yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't get that. Uh-huh. I don't fucking get that. Well, my 14-year-old no. snaps. That's how he... So she's just still in the youth. Oh, I'm still... I'm still... Yeah, I'm still trying to get it down. I feel so old. And I just... No. Keep you laughing de- at Deleting it. the app all the time. It's like... Snapchat. What's with the snap? What? I know. You left my friends on open and snap, Mom. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't keep taking selfies 24-7. That's what they do oh, to send okay. a message to oh, someone. Really? You take a picture of yourself to send it. Yeah. All right. So he texted me. I found it. I found it's it. Like it's all my day birthday. Take the mic, Bartholomew. Hello, Ian. Today is a very special day. How special it is, you ask? Well, let me tell you. 28 years ago today, a young boy named Ian was born. Fast forward to the present. Look in your rearview mirror. Looking you back in the eye happens to be that stupid-ass smelly boy for this glorious tale. Yes, that boy was you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, and happy birthday, I guess, toodles, bitch. <laughs> That's yeah. a long Just time. because just he wanted to hear well, it. Uh-huh. In, yes. In Do you have it in Australian? The Australian well, you have to hear it. You have to, yeah, in your car? You have to, in oh, car. in the car. Yeah, because oh, okay. it reads so hands-free. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, they get more get ridiculous you. than that. They get way more ridiculous. Right. And that, that was, was tame. A short one. That was tame. Right. Mm. They're pretty ridiculous. I, like I would that. I would find more, but it, we talk a lot, so <laughs> those are the kind of friends you need in your life. Oh, he's. Oh, yeah. We joke. He's really? he's my hetero life mate. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's my silent Bob. Or there you go. We, oh yeah, we both, yeah, we both never about. shut up though. So. So, so neither we're, Silent we're, Bob. Yeah, we're both we're both uh, talkative Ian and Aaron. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. It's <laughs> funny that you've got the Australian male voice for your Siri. I've got the British uh, female voice for my Siri. Yes. Oh, so that Greg likes that. Oh, yes, Spinky's yes. out. We've spoken <laughs> of it before. He well, love loves even it. Even the way it's she says mobile, because like you know when you call somebody, I'll go call Jody mobile. mobile. You know, like that, yeah. and she goes calling Jody 
Mobile. Yeah, my, my, my it is. Mind. It's oh, like this sexy sounding funny. thing oh, for mobile. It's kind of like I pronounce this middle belt mid lay belt. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Right. My last name right. is Treeweiler, <laughs> and I can only get her to call people in my family if I say Treerweiler. <laughs> so she's like calling Aiden Treerweiler. Uh, so I'll say, call Aiden Treerweiler. Well, someone's got a new nickname. <laughs> horrible horrible and it is weird how they'll do that because uh right before we get to jurassic world which is <laughs> there's a buddy of mine dave the limo driver so yeah. i just have him listed as dave limo and it, when i tell her to do it that regular way call dave limo calling dave limo <laughs> and so then i'll go get on with her and say call dave limo calling dave limo and it's like what really yeah how'd you get it right and, this and time someone has to with record you. all She's of that yeah, oh yeah like, think about that there's some person in a studio recording all of, all of that and every voice like holy crap <laughs> that's impressive yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. man oh man well even though it was the number one movie over the weekend uh it, it had a walkout yeah. jurassic world ian tell us about that yeah so i was in dublin a couple weeks ago and it was playing there early it was a couple weeks before mm-hmm. it came out here so my buddy and i even though i hated the last one yeah and he thought it was okay um we're like well, we gotta go see it you know two weeks before it comes out in the u.s blah blah blah. oh my god yeah. I, I regret that was such a waste of time wow um, i walked out um, did you leave your friend there yeah <laughs> I told better. him, I was, like, I was like, dude, I'm going Peace. to get food. I can't take this anymore. But the funny thing was, is after the movie, he walks out, and his hands are just by his side, and he just looks so defeated. I was like, that's why I left. Like, <laughs> uh, it was, we walked out, and I was like, it was like, I posted on Facebook something about how, like, it has the same tired-ass tropes of all the other ones. Like, it's mm-hmm. the same situations. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. It's mm-hmm. more outlandish, more ridiculous. And then at the end, it's like, but people are going to fucking love it. It was, it was different, though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same. I, you, and you can't really tell us exactly where you walked out, or can you, without spoiling it? It was the part where they're hiding from the dinosaurs behind things. Oh, like in the very, very, very first yes. one when they're in the kitchen and or the whatever. the second right. one and, and the third, third one, one and, and the, the last one, one. And the, yeah. And the video game. The same thing that happens in every Jurassic movie. <laughs> and that because was for it? some that reason, dinosaurs are apex predators, but they can't smell around the corner. <laughs> like... Ugh. And they God. had just finished describing how astute the senses were. <laughs> yeah. A mile. How about the, right? Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah, we can track you. Blue can, same room with Blue can smell you from a mile away. And then it's like, okay, yeah, because last time building a dinosaur that was bigger and more dangerous. That worked. You know, worked. It worked yeah. out. Let's do it again this time. It right. to work like, out. And then, and then Dr. Wong, or what's his name? The guy Wu. who plays, B.D. Wong, who plays oh, yeah. the doctor. Dr. Right. Wu, yeah, I think. Dr. Wu. Mm-hmm. He's B.D. Wong, so he's, um, but uh, he, like, every movie, he, like, does all this science, and then at the, he's just kind of like, ah, oh, no, you're, you're mishandling my science, and it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> every time. So, like, you're right. Some you've been of around for five movies. Yeah, he, he's made it through yeah. all of them. Yep. Why don't they ever bring Sam Jackson back? He didn't die in the first one. Newman did, but not yeah, Sam. No, I don't think he did. No. no. I mean, they brought Goldblum back <laughs> no, in like the most wasted role he of died. all time. He Sam died. did? Didn't he die? Sam Jackson Picture, can't I remember die. they found his arm. I don't remember. Oh, Honestly, I, don't remember I love the first one. Um, I haven't watched it in years. When Laura Dern <laughs> went into Excuse that me. little control center and there, an arm came down and fell on her. I haven't watched it in years. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure he died. Oh, yeah. Okay, then if that's the case. Okay. 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 That's in like the generator room he got. Yes, exactly. Oh, there you yes. Okay. Word. Okay. okay. But yeah, I, I walked out. Um, I've only walked out of a handful of movies in my life. I think the last one I walked out of was um, The Hulk with Eric Bana. Oh, like okay. Like 15 years ago. I walked out of Jungle Fever. No, I take that back. Really? Mm-hmm. I walked out of The Spirit. 
because I hate that movie to death. I think it's the worst movie <laughs> the ever. The third time you went to see it, you walked <laughs> out. No, no, I, I saw it once, and I was out after about, uh, about the. I think it was maybe about 30 minutes in after Sam Jackson he had said, said he had egg on his face for like the 10th time in the first 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> you were done. Yeah, no, that's, I normally, I don't say the name of that. It's like the Voldemort of movies to mm-hmm. me. I don't talk about that movie. I don't give it any mind or attention. Mm-hmm. I hate that movie. Oh, oh man. movie you ever walked out of? There was yeah. some weird Marlon Brando movie. I can't even think of what it was called now. Something in Paris. But anyway, it was so bad, and Marlon Brando's are naked, and it was that's during his fat time. <gasps> oh! So I was like, yeah, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of going, <laughs> another quick show. Ian, going to have you back on the next show so we can talk more about yeah, Jurassic absolutely. World. And Jody, thank you as always for thank being here. You. Kelsey, always a pleasure. And I've had a great time. This is the Greg Russell Movie Show right here on New Radio Media. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back soon. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. the latest LiftMaster garage door openers and the toughest retractable screens on the market all by the push of a button. Tarno Doors is celebrating its 50th year anniversary and is the recipient of the 2016 Subcontractor of the Year from the Home Builders Association. Tarno knows doors. Tarno knows doors. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. Radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, I've got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999.